sifter.com.au. Hi, I'm Fiona Bartholomew. And I'm Courtney Barrett. Welcome to Walkthrough, Sifter's weekly recap on the biggest news in video games. This week, some undemocratic folk rip off Helldivers 2 on Steam, all the new games announced at Pokemon Day 2024, and Assassin's Creed Black Flag shoots back up the charts after Skull and Bones launch. Here's the news for Sunday 3rd of March. Let's go. Join the Sifter community on Discord at sifter.com.au forward slash Discord. Watch out for imposters, Helldivers. Some people who obviously don't believe in freedom, liberty, and the Super Earth way have been impersonating the game on Steam. As spotted by Wario64 on Twitter, at least two games have changed their name and all of their assets on Steam pages to replicate exactly Helldivers 2, and then made it look like the game was on sale 50% off or 75% off to snare unsuspecting players. Community manager Thomas Twinbeard-Peterson and said Valve quickly removed the games when notified after numerous reports from players. Pokemon Day returned for this year and it was a bit smaller than in past years, maybe because of the pending release of Switch 2 details. The biggest announcement of the day was definitely the reveal of a new Pokemon Legends game called Pokemon Legends ZA. The trailer itself was incredibly vague, but we know it'll be set in Lumio City from the Kalos region of X and Y so we might be getting a bit more of an open city than an open world. No release date as of yet, but it will be out in 2025. Pokemon Scarlet and Violet are getting new Terra Raid Battle events, with the chance to get a Mighty Venusaur, Blastoise, or Charizard. The Mighty Venusaur event has already started, so jump on now while you can. Pokemon cards are massively popular, and an official app is coming to phones later this year, Pokemon Trading Card Game Pocket. Every day you'll be able to open two packs for free, which means them almost certainly are microtransactions. The cards will have special visual effects and you can engage in quick battles with streamlined rules of the Pokemon trading card game. Pikachu will get a captain's hat in Pokemon Go to time with the launch of the new anime series. Miraidon, Phalanx and Seraledge will join the MOBA Pokemon Unite. And Pokemon Masters X gets a new event which adds Gita and Glamora to the game. You can check out everything announced at Pokemon Day in the link in our show notes. The long-awaited launch of pirate game Skull and Bones has basically reminded everyone how good Assassin's Creed 4 Black Flag was, with player counts spiking on Steam. Since the release of the 2013 Assassin's Creed game, players' numbers have averaged around 1,000. It peaked on February 25 at 3,594, but hasn't dipped back under 2,500 just yet. Skull and Bones isn't out on Steam yet, only available on PC via the Epic Games Store, so we can't see how it compares. So if you wanted to save your pieces of eight and find out if the pirate life is for you, why not dig through your back catalogue for buried treasure like Black Flag? The number of studios that have sacked workers continues to grow. We're about 60 days into 2024, and according to reporting from Zaxweizen at Kotaku, more than 8,300 developers have lost their jobs. This week, it was Wildfire Studios, EA, who have also cancelled Respawn's Star Wars FPS, Life is Strange developer Deck Nine, and Until Dawn and the Quarry developer Supermassive Games. PlayStation will lose around 900 staff across reductions at Guerrilla Games, Naughty Dog, Insomniac, Fire Sprite, and Shutter London Studio, makers of games like SingStar. Indie studio Deguta Fabrique halted production on the 19th of February, making 10 stuff immediately redundant and will give the rest about a month's more work as it tries to find more funding. 
there are some glimmers of hope in all this never-ending bad news, with a couple of studios looking to become independent again after being acquired. Toys for Bob announced they were leaving Activision Blizzard and were going independent. The Crash Bandicoot and Spyro Studios said they were already working on a partnership with their former owners at Microsoft too. Borderlands developer Gearbox might escape from a bracer group, which has been on a sacking spree after a big deal fell over. Ethan Gatch from Kotaku is reporting that a decision has been made about being sold to another studio. And finally, Remedy Games has been able to buy back control from 505 Games and all future sequels and spin-offs for 70 million euros, about 28 million Australian dollars, which Remedy is saying they'll have better control over the future of the series. That's it for the big headlines. Here are the games coming out this week. The Thaumaturge is a turn-based RPG set at the turn of the 20th century in Warsaw, packed with spooky demons made by the Frostpunk veterans at 11-Bit Studios. Experience the rich story on PC from the 4th of March. After spending a couple years as an Xbox and PC exclusive, the narrative-driven adventure As Dusk Falls is coming to PlayStation. It's been generally well-reviewed since initial release, so if you're a fan of the Telltale games or Until Dawn, this could be worth picking up when it comes to PlayStation on the 7th. March into battle with the brand new tactical RPG Unicorn Overload. Lead exiled Prince Elaine against the Xenoiran Empire in large-scale real-time battles across the war-torn continent of Fevrith in this modern nod to classic 90s tactical games, with plenty of Fire Emblem in there too. That's out on PlayStation, Xbox, and Switch on the 8th. Gianni and Adam are excited for this one. And also out on the 8th is the latest in the WWE series, WWE 2K24. I wonder if Perth Stadium will feature as an arena. Expect a bunch of new features and microtransactions to sink your teeth into when it launches on PlayStation, Xbox and PC this Friday. Articles to read, videos to watch and podcasts to listen to. Sifter.com.au This has been Walkthrough by Sifter. My name is Fiona Bartholomeus. And my name is Courtney Barrett. Thank you so much for listening. Want to support Sifter? Tell your mates. Send them a link, download it on their phones, hit like and subscribe to the Sifter HQ channel on YouTube. You know your friends best, so a personal recommendation helps our work find new fans and will be a fan of you. Sifter is produced by myself, Fiona Bartholomeus, Carl Paletto, Adam Christou, Daniel Ang and Chris Button. The episode is edited by both senior producer Mitch Lowe and executive producer Gianni Di Giovanni, who's also Walkthrough's script editor. Thanks to Brian Fairbanks from Salty Dog Sounds for composing the Walkthrough theme tune and Audio Technica Australia for their support of Sifter's podcast. We'll be back with more news next Sunday. See you then. Chris Button here from Drop Rate, Sifter's video game review podcast. Unicorn Overlord might have a strange name, but don't dismiss its tactical prowess. It uses a, a tactics mode, um, and which is similar to the Gambit system that was in Final Fantasy XII for your um, uh, your squad mates. And you can say, okay, well, you know, Hodrick, who's my legionnaire with the big shield, I want him to prioritize protecting the back row. They're going to take the most damage. If they take a physical hit, they're going to go down, but I need them to be protected. So you can get quite granular with this, and I reckon you can build some pretty wild builds that are <laughs> totally game-breaking, um, but it's kind of the fun of the tactical squad-based gameplay in Unicorn Overlord. Tune in to Drop Rate to find out why Unicorn Overlord might just be one of 2024's sleeper hits. Available now on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you listen to podcasts.